What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 164 of this podcast and I hope you had an amazing long weekend. and if you are too worried about it ending too soon then don't worry uh if i remember correctly then tuesday is a holiday as well and as a result you're going to have an even longer um, you know even longer holiday just that tomorrow you will have to be in the markets now that is also relevant because uh with that being said there's a chance that liquidity is lower on, on the lower side tomorrow Uh, but then with all of the other factors that are already there you know we're already in a lockdown so the chances of someone making use of this uh, longer weekend are much lower so that's that's why uh, you know it might not be as as significant as we've seen in the past but there is a chance but uh, anyway what i wanted to say is i hope you had a nice weekend and uh, it's time to get back into the markets mode now uh, albeit for just one day and then we can take a break again Now uh I've recorded a very short basics with KR episode yesterday and it was basically about uh these trading bots and these gurus social media gurus that are there which preach a lot of really really uh easy on paper strategies and such and they try to sell you their mentoring programs and also I made a quick uh little episode on that if you feel it's relevant for you then check it out if not then it really doesn't matter uh but with that let's get started all right so i believe this is the first time nifty has closed above 9000 since quite some time and it is it did so in quite a spectacular way because you know we saw it above 9100 as well that's a very strong move it's at 9111.9 right now up 363 points or 4.15% the low for the day was just 8900 so it's it's it was very on the line in that sense and it it took some very good support at 8900 it seems which makes the moves kind of bullish if you ask me overall now we have been seeing a lot of bullish moves in general if you've been following since the past two days past two trading sessions anyway and it was just sort of going along with that theme now as far as the market cap is concerned it is quite high it's at 31 now it's been in the 20 range since december i think but now that it's shot through that 30 barrier looks like some good things are happening very interestingly this time the dis were the sellers they were net sellers today for not today but on friday uh, on thursday not on friday uh, it's too long of a gap i think that's that's what's making me uh, sort of you know uh, very weird but anyway so the dis were net sellers on on thursday 466 crores selling but the fis were just buying like crazy 1737 crores so whether this is just a squaring off of all of those crazy short selling positions that they might have had or whether they're just trying to jump on the bus of just averaging and making the most of this discount that's there we really don't know if you're wondering if this really is a discount if you're wondering if this is a bottom 
or rather we've seen a bottom then you should probably check out basics with KR number eight where I talk about just that uh, but that's not the topic at hand here so the AD ratio for the day was 4.67 once again very very high 1500 gainers just 326 losers for NSE exchange wide data as far as the broad market indices are concerned every single index except for VIX was up and uh, the best performing index was Nifty's 50 and the worst performing ones appear to be small caps and mid caps once again so it looks like these past two days have really favored uh, larger stocks and larger companies much more compared to these smaller penny stocks uh, effectively and of course because uh, because you know a lot of these smaller stocks might have devalued a lot it might also have pushed some poorer performing mid caps into small caps and such so that is also a possibility i know ruchi soya has climbed from like 20s to 120s plus yeah, within these past few weeks so all of those things might have also happened it's like a naturally self balancing mechanism if you think about it very well performing small caps might have sort of gone closer to mid caps and such that's also a possibility and uh, the sectoral indices are looking very strong as well nifty auto being the best performer out of the lot at 10.52 percent up and that's a very strong move now fmcg relatively flat possibly because fmcg was doing reasonably well in the past as well uh, and so this might be just profit booking that's happening add to that the fact that you know lockdown extension add to that uh, that Maharashtra's grocery stores and such were uh, you know uh, expected to remain short for four days and such so that might have had some sort of an impact on this and the other sectors are are reasonable not nothing uh, nothing out of the ordinary IT is not doing well it looks like but then um, IT depends on a lot of other factors now as actually uh, my father was telling me one of my cousins is uh, working in an IT company and a lot of their workload has reduced drastically and uh, you know similarly I'm assuming TCS, Infosys, TechM all of those companies might have also faced uh, you know a lower quantum of work and that combined with the already existing overheads that these guys have because these guys are always typically overstuffed they keep them on the bench so you know if a larger project comes on then they can always involve those people so that they, they're already very overstuffed at that workload is even less so i'm assuming that uh, you know that might have also impacted it sector as a whole because even though uh, usd inr is going up the the amount of which they, they can bill that might that might be going down so that's my take on that and uh, fixed income once again flat I, I think there's there's something happening with fixed income so i would not trust this data or uh, there's there's some fundamental reason to that which i'm not quite sure of so take that with a grain of salt i would recommend now uh, we'll we'll just shift to the larger deals in a bit but then first i just want to check and i just want to let you guys know what the highest most active equities in terms of value were because this really helps us understand which uh, which stocks really uh, you know were traded the most and which had the best value which is pretty directly related to liquidity and such so in terms of volumes it's typically yes bank and idea and such now of course yes bank uh, has been limited by quite a lot 
but typically it, it used to be that now uh, it's it's trying to load the value thing i'm i'm giving it some time okay uh no that is still showing me yeah hdfc bank highest uh, value hdfc uh by the way there is some very interesting piece of news china's central bank picks up a 1.01 percent stake in hdfc so that might have an impact on the markets tomorrow uh, especially because hdfc has a uh where is it hdfc has an 8.42 percent weightage in nifty and this was back when yes bank was there so this weightage might have changed but at the time that i had recorded these things i, I have noted all of those weights down on my whiteboard because it's a very useful thing to have it helps you when you are trying to analyze the underlying movement vis-a-vis -vis nifty's movement so hdfc good good weightage and at the same time a very big uh, and very significant fundamental news based event that's there maruti reliance all of those so maruti exceptional day that we saw and reliance also doing fairly well and a few others so these typically these are the kind of stocks that you should be looking at if you want to do intraday or if you want to just get a feel of how things go without really getting burned because of lower liquidity and such in the equity market so that's my take i also typically look at price spurts and volume spurts uh, but i can't really see a lot of very well known stocks here which would have that amount of liquidity that you can trade them intraday so uh, i'll have to skip over that I tried to do 52 week highs and lows on Nifty's NSE's website but uh, it's it's not loading it's showing me a 503 error so we'll have to pass that now bulk deals Eibel housing finance uh, once more there was a deal that's that was there uh, it appears like the buying and selling was by the same person so probably a speculative move looks like and uh, yeah that that's entirely possible in, interestingly they bought at a higher rate they sold at a lower rate so it's, it looks like they their speculative transaction did not work out so well in the past it has worked out exceptionally for these guys uh, a few uh, larger deals for just dial as well and reliance uh, some reliance companies reliance capital and reliance home finance and so on the block deals we are looking at the same block deals that were there on 31st march by mr radha kishan damani so nothing new in that and new shorts appear to have been initiated on 1st of april asian paints kotak mahindra and tata steel so you could keep those in mind with that let's move to a little bit on the nifty and bank nifty charts not a lot because we've already spoken like nine minutes on the market as a whole looks like in my eagerness to keep this episode concise i completely forgot that i include crude and fx prices as well and because crude has moved quite a lot over the course of the weekend i thought i'd just include it here even though it's not the right segment wti is down almost 10% and brent is down just above uh, 4% it's at 22 per barrel for wti 31 per barrel for brent so 31.48 and 22.76 let me be very precise because uh, precision matters now this is I, I actually saw a headline on why this has happened and that this has happened but i'll be very honest i was too lazy this is right when i when i had woken up so i was too lazy i was a bit lazy uh, to read what had happened 
so I unfortunately don't know the reasons but I'm sure that if you google it you might find tons of very speculative articles on it which will be far more helpful than me just narrating them to you so that is what we are seeing with crude FX is very interesting it opened at its high and uh, that high was around 76.50 or so it was 76.45 looks like and then it filled in the gap that it had created resting now at 76.30 which appears to be an okayish price that it's it's it sort of stayed there for a bit uh if you ask me if i think that this will you know further fill in the gap and this might go to 75 levels once again eventually it might right now it's a bit too early to say because over the weekend so many fundamental events have happened so many economic related you know events have happened so many news based events have happened we've of course extended the lockdown uh, us numbers updated numbers are coming in and so on so given all of those things really hard to say what might happen i also tried to skim the headlines for the day but i could not really find a lot anyway though let's get back to nifty because this is literally what we had to do but i was very rudely interrupted by my own negligence and by my own forgetfulness uh nifty once again a very positive day but uh, it it really did not it really was unable to let me correct myself unable to uh you know breach yesterday's high that it had created and that high has actually been a very strong resistance if we look uh right from 27th march it had sort of traversed those levels very close to 9100 right between 9000 and 9100 uh, on 8th april once again it hit those levels and once again on thursday we saw those levels being hit none, none of them were able to breach it so that should be ideally the very first sign of resistances now i i'm personally of uh, the belief that these two positive days or these three positive days that we saw were uh you know not really indicative of the general market trend and a lot of very uh you know well known people and a lot of very experienced people have that have a similar thought to that of course minus for very different reasons not not because uh they're saying it or something but now right now i feel that there is a very good chance that we might see the gap being filled in and if the gap is filled in we're probably looking at 8750 or so uh for tomorrow now i am personally uh, not really following nifty that much cuz i've i've almost entirely uh moved away from index options for a brief time and again purely a risk management measure it was really not working out so well for me so i decided to step out uh so it's a bit hard for me to really tell you where nifty might move or how nifty specifically moved intraday the kind of insights that i'm normally able to give you on nifty is not something that i'll be able to give you uh for at least a few days i feel uh to a few weeks so i'm sorry for that i do apologize but then that's just how these things are i i really don't want to even uh look at nifty's intraday chart because then i'll get too tempted to get into a position now uh on the daily chart purely going by the daily chart it does appear that 8900 retest is apparent and it's evident i feel it's it's uh if it does not happen if tomorrow is also a very positive day then i'm really not quite sure what uh what to make of it global markets are also 
uh, and when I say global markets, I'm not talking about what they are right now. I'm talking about what the chatter is going on about these global markets. So those are also people are saying that they seem to be going up for no reason. There was this headline which said that um, best week for uh, US markets since 1938 and at the same time 16 million jobs have been lost. So it was a very crony capitalism type of uh, headline that they were trying to create, which is kind of BS because slightly different uh, ways of operating. But then that is just how, uh, you know, imbalanced things seem to be. And of course, over the weekend, coronavirus did not take a long weekend, which is why it continued to work its uh, evil, cruel magic. As a result, we might see the markets going down, um, you know, tomorrow. It's, it's my view. As of now, though, that does not appear to be quite the case. Uh, SGX Nifty is flat 0.12% down at 9096. Nikkei is mildly positive. Shanghai Composite mildly negative. US markets not opened yet. So <coughs> it's a bit difficult to say where things are. But I am of the belief that it's possibly going to be a negative day. But then again, I'm of the belief that these price levels are also slightly unreasonable given the fact that the lockdown has been extended. So uh, once again, we really only know what will happen for sure until it actually happens. And this is just how the markets have been behaving lately. So that's my take on that. Now let's move to my trades. All right, so my forgetfulness strikes again. I forgot to tell you about Bank Nifty. The high I made was 19,988, just under 20K, which shows once again resistance. Whether this resistance will be respected or not tomorrow, can't say. Bank Nifty in general seems to be more bearish or rather more extreme, whether it's on the bearish side or on the bullish side than Nifty. So it's going to be slightly more volatile to expect that. Exact precise movements. I don't really know. I'll be very honest with you. Anyway, my trade for the day was Axis Bank, shorting Axis Bank. And I was able to make a reasonable ROI on that. Nothing too fancy, nothing too bad. But right now, my main aim is to continue trading and not make a loss. And that's something that I faced a lot uh, when I was doing options, index options, which is why I've switched to this, as I said. And I really prefer this. The volatility is a bit lower and, you know, the, the, the amount of money you can make is lower, of course, in terms of, you know, the capital that you put. But then the amount of money that you can lose is also lower to an extent. So that's why I'm going for this. And, uh, you know, worst case scenario, if you're going long uh, Axis Bank or if you're going long any stock, you can just carry forward, hold it on for a few more days if you are if you have that longer term bullish view for that if not it's a completely different thing so that's why i'm right now i am going more towards equities and i'll let you know if anything changes so that was the only trade for the day and the lesson for the day is i mean it's it's a bit hard to say because had i done options on uh, thursday then i would have really 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 uh, you know taken a beating and uh, gladly thankfully i did not now uh, there have been days where i've told you guys that hey i'm not doing options ever again you know it's uh, equity is all the way for me it's lower volatility this that but ultimately i always end up being too tempted and saying that nah, very good opportunity i should do it and then uh, i end up you know taking a big hit thankfully i was able to control that and as a result 
as a result the markets were slightly kinder to me so i think that's the biggest takeaway if you make a decision if you take a decision on something and if you're very clear about it and you're very clear about the rationale behind that then you better stick to it god damn it <laughs> so uh, that's my lesson for the day and that's that's been my lesson for the week as well and uh, i once again happy trading tomorrow happy resting on tuesday i believe it's a holiday don't quote me on it uh, i'll still double check after i record this and so should you anyway i hope you found this helpful and informative that's it from my side happy trading tomorrow mm-hmm.